Hey, welcome to another episode of GI Bro. So go ahead, get to formation, fall in, receive the reports, and get ready for a new episode. And welcome back to another episode of GI Bro. This is your host, GI Bro. So sit on back, soldier sailors, airmen, shit bags, and soup sandwiches, and let's dive right into this fantastical episode that I like to call Craziest Funny Stories from Boot Camp and Basic Training. Now, like I said in my previous video, or if you're joining us for the first time, this is a uh, video about things I found on Reddit. So as you guys can imagine, Reddit is its own gold mine, and it's pretty amazing if you ask me. So let's go ahead and dive in and get started. So like I was saying, uh, this is a thing about funny boot camp things. It's from people all over the world. So... The first one, uh, two guys were caught fighting after lights out. Drill Sergeant runs upstairs, grabs the two guys, and drags them downstairs. The next morning, the two guys look worn and ragged, but seem to be in good spirits and seem to know, seem to now be good buddies. Apparently, the drill sergeant made them hug each other, look into each other's eyes, and say, I love you, to each other nonstop for the whole night. That's, that's brutal. Yeah, I can't even, I can't even begin to, uh, think about... You know, I, the the cruelty that drill sergeants can come up to is just, uh, I don't even know how to describe this legendary stuff. So, the second one, here you go. We had just got sent to bed maybe an hour ago. I was wide awake and staring at the ceiling. As it was still first phase, I was afraid to move from the position of attention in bed. I hear the drill instructor hatch open and I glance over. All I see is his pointy cover sticking out of the door about a foot off the ground. This motherfucker was low crawling on the floor coming towards my direction. I tried to avert my gaze as this large angry bald man is skittering across the ground, making a beeline to my bunk. I'm staring at the ceiling as I feel my rack start to cave in from his weight. He put his face right next to my ear and whispered, Hey, wake up. Shh. Confident tone. Y yes, sir. Fuck you, private. Good night, bitch. Aye, sir. Good evening, sir. He then climbed down and low crawled back to his room and slammed the door. Wow. Like the amount of mind boggling brain fuckery for that one is amazing. Let's see. A soldier spit on the ground while we were all standing around one day. <laughs> oh, dude, you fucked up. Drill Sergeant told him to pick it up and put it in your pocket. The look of confusion on the guy's face as the drill sergeant repeats the command. We all just stood there and watched him try with all his might. To pick up his loogie and stick it in his pocket. I've seen that happen before. It's uh, not very pretty. And this one. This one guy slept through the drill sergeant screaming at everyone to wake up. And when the drill sergeant shook him awake, he punched the drill sergeant in the face. Hmm. Um, I don't even want to know what happened to that guy. Rumor has it he's probably still standing at attention in the artillery zone. Alright. This guy said, due to me being a... Fucking know-it-all, my drill sergeant gave me this math problem. Numbers are made up. He couldn't remember them, obviously. Your grandmother was a prostitute. She banged three guys a day for 40 years. Each man had a 7-inch pecker. All seven of them lasted 23 minutes at a rate of 80 pumps per minute. Taking only Christmas off, how many miles of pecker did your grandmother take? This guy seriously had to work this out, all while thinking about his grandmother getting laid. You gotta love the infantry. 
A uh, guy commented under there and said that's about 8,800 miles of pecker. You did the math. So, and then they guy went on to say that he didn't figure in leap years, and he got it wrong. He got smoked till he remembered leap years. So, let's see. There's another good one. There's a male trainee who couldn't handle basic, so he came up with a genius plan to get out. He pretended he had an invisible giraffe. His TI, I'm guessing TI is either for Air Force or Navy, I believe. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, guys. Walked up to him in formation after seeing the trainee's arm held up at an odd angle. The TI said, trainee, what the piss do you think you're doing? The trainee, sir, trainee, whatever his name was, reports is ordered. I'm holding my giraffe, sir. The TI then promptly asks, what the hell did you just say? Your giraffe? The trainee, yes, sir, I'm holding my pet giraffe so it doesn't get away. No matter what the TI did or how often him and his flight were smoked, the trainee wouldn't stop holding his giraffe until one night the TI wakes up the trainee. TI says, trainee, wake the fuck up. Trainee wakes up with a start. Trainee replies, sir. Trainee so-and-so reports as ordered. What is it, sir? The TI then lets him know that your giraffe shit all over my luggage room, trainee. Clean that shit up. The trainee is obviously confused, but the TI yells at him to clean up the luggage room. It seems the shit got everywhere, so to make sure the room is spotless, the trainee must empty out the luggage room, strip the wax floor, and re-wax it. After a few hours, he finishes and goes to bed. Right after he falls asleep, the TI wakes him up again. Trainee, your fucking giraffe shit in the damn luggage room again. Clean that shit up now. This continues until just before morning PT. The flight forms up downstairs and the TI notices the trainee's arms is no longer in the air. He walks up to him. Trainee, where's your fucking giraffe? The trainee replies, well, sir, trainee so-and-so reports is ordered. He ran away, sir. <laughs> oh, I give it credit for coming up with an invisible giraffe, but he should have known that was going to backfire. So... Let's go. Ooh, here's a good one for ROTCs, R-O-T-C. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Back in the mid-1980s, I was attending ROTC Basic Camp, which was designed for college students who wanted to enroll in Army ROTC but did not participate in ROTC in their first two years of college. The drill sergeants made it quite clear that they were not happy having to train futures officers. I don't blame them. I had CQ duty, which meant I was on my hands and knees at 2 a.m. rubbing wax into the floor of the company headquarters. The duty drill sergeant stepped out to check on the fire guards and about five minutes later came back into the orderly room laughing his butt off and ordered me to come with him. I followed him to one of the barracks where there was a young cadet standing on the sidewalk trying not to cry. The drill sergeant, still laughing, said, Hey cadet, tell cadet so-and-so what your dumb ass did. Trying to maintain his composure, my young comrade started to tell me how he tried to pet a cat, but I already knew this kid from the Bronx did nothing but piss off a skunk. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Alright, to understand the prank, you have to know that every time a drill sergeant enters a room, someone must yell, at ease, to alert everyone to jump to their feet. This is helpful to warn buddies sleeping in their bunks. This is a big no-no. You sleep only during personal time, and personal time doesn't exist in basic. Well, this poor soul was resting his sweet eyes when he had the brilliant idea of tying his bootlaces around the bunk. With the entire platoon gathered around, the males at least, 
He awoke to a thundering, Addies! His upper body rocketed from the bed with a thrust rivaling that of the Apollo 12, while his feet remained firmly anchored to the bedpost. Funny how we create humor in the most miserable of places. That's messed up, man. Golly. Alright, Army BCT. We had a guy who was horrible. He got recycled, which means kicked out of one cycle and thrown into another. And it was definitely due to being a piece of shit. Finally, our drill sergeants had enough as well and got him chaptered. But before he left, he apparently shit in the male showers. Now, as a female, I did not have the luxury of witnessing the shitstorm that happened when a drill sergeant found it. I did hear it, though, as there was much yelling and slamming going on. The males were getting smoked hard as the drill sergeant tried to find out who shit in his showers. But by this time, the guy who did it was already sent away. Finally, the smoke session ends. Fast forward to the end of BCT. One of the last mail calls is happening. Our drill sergeant is calling us to grab our mail. He stops at one particular letter. It's addressed to him from the shower shit kid. He looks around suspiciously and opens it. Inside was a letter written on toilet paper. It said, Dear Drill Sergeant, no name. Sorry I shit in your shower from private, no name. Our drill sergeant shook his head and started laughing. We didn't even get smoked. Obviously, it wasn't from this kid. It was another private that made it and put it through the postal system to our drill sergeant. Best mail call ever. How in the hell did you have a drill sergeant that was laughing and having a good time? Maybe it was the end of cycle. That's why he was excited to get rid of you shits. All right. If anyone who reads this was in a C-219 on Sand Hill, I'm sure you can relate to the shenanigans. This place is still ruthless as ever, but I was in the last cycle to use the old barracks. Had a guy in my platoon with the last name Star. Drill started giving him shit from day one about it, randomly saying about it, randomly saying he was Patrick Star. Drill Sergeant comes up and asks his real name out of curiosity. Guy's name is no shit Patrick Star, and had just about as much of a conscience as the one and only from SpongeBob. God, there's so many of those. As soon as his feet landed on grass from stepping off the bus, someone in my platoon quit. He spent the next eight weeks laying down on his face behind our platoon in company formations before he finally left. Had a kid try to cut his wrist in the bathroom one Sunday when we were cleaning the bay. Drill sergeant kicked the door open directly into his face and dragged him to the hospital. Someone who quit early on gets tired of shit, tries to go AWOL one night, but gets tackled by the fire guards. For days, the drill sergeant asked if he was going to go AWOL that night. He always said no until one day he said yes and we all laughed. We woke up and he was fucking gone. Came back about two weeks later saying he made a deal with the CO. The CO never held up his end of the deal, so he went AWOL again and ran off to Brazil. Wow. My platoon had 55 total people and at one point 17 total quitters who were there with us. It was hell because they did not give a fuck. Our platoon was becoming more and more of turds on the daily until week 9 when people started leaving. Can't even begin to describe the hell. This is All these are from one person. The first time we had cake out for chow in the field, we didn't touch it because we knew we'd get smoked. Well, the first sergeant offers it to all of us, so the whole company starts rat-fucking it. My senior drill sergeant sees this and starts yelling. We slowly stop moving and stare. He says, throw it out. As we throw it out, we start grabbing cake off the pans, and he says, let's make a deal. Just go ahead and take one more bite. Everyone is laughing as we threw what we had left in the woods. Eh, that's not really that funny. All right, this guy, USMC here. Devil Dog, all right. 
During one of the hikes we had this recruit, our drill instructor, called Frodo because of his height. He wasn't the strongest hiker, but he always gave it 100%. Well, one day we're going up one of the steepest hills and Frodo starts struggling. Out of nowhere, a drill instructor yells, Okay, Frodo, your ass can hike all the way to Mordor, but your ass can't hike up this tiny fucking hill. Everyone pretty much lost their bearing and laughed their asses off. Jesus. Alright, I went to Navy boot camp in Great Lakes, Illinois in 1991. Every time a recruit quit or got kicked out, the DI would play Queens. Another one bites the dust through the barracks loudspeakers. That's, that's messed up. All right. Oh, another uh, Marine here for Marine Corps uh, MCRD. What is that? I know that. Uh, I can't think of it. I'm sorry, guys. You know what the MCRD is if you're Marines. San Diego. Third deck in the barracks. We have the mini grinder set up. Move all the racks along the wall to give space to march inside during inclement weather. And we are pissing the DI off with our poor rifle handling. He let us know at full volume how we do not deserve to ever hold a rifle and throws the rubber training rifle out the porthole, the window, in case you don't know, on the third deck. We hear the scream from below and the DI looks out and orders the screaming recruit to get up here. The kid runs in with his hand on his grape or head, and blood all over the place. The DA walks into his office and grabs a stapler, stomps over to the kid, and proceeds to staple his gash. Wide open wound, not vagina, closed. He looks at me and says, Radar, take him to sick bay, retrieve my rifle. I was called Radar because I have big ass ears. The funniest part of the whole ordeal was the kid questioning his enlistment over and over again as we walked. What have I done? What have I done? Oh Lord, Jesus, what have I done? That's messed up. Like he flat out, he flat out stapled the kid's head. Oh my God, that's great. Let's see. Heavy di threw a full canteen of water at my buddy because he was talking to me during rifle range in dock. Hit his face, knocked him off his seat. The di's made me do push-ups and jumping jacks in a closet where the floor was covered in bleach. Circa 1990, USMC boot camp. Ah, yep. Oh, I don't know if I want to read that one about the officers. Yeah. Okay. I, here's, well, this is truly a momentous occasion for this soldier. All right, so this next guy. I squatted down to fart really hard in front of a bunch of guys before formation and straight shit my pants during AIT. I ran into the barracks and dished my underwear in a shower, and our drill sergeant brought us up for inspection and found them. Everybody literally paid for my shit. And then somebody else wanted to comment on that one. See, you have shit stories out the ass <laughs> in the Army. Or any service, really. Especially if you ate MREs for like six months. But this guy says, I shit my pants halfway through a six-mile hike. When we got back, the drill instructor screamed, which one of you fuckers shit themselves and had a little piece of poop? I'm sorry. Which one of you fuckers shit themselves and a little piece of poop rolled out from my trousers? He told me to report to the senior drill instructor, so I did, and told him it was the first time I got to take a shower with a bunch of naked dudes, so it was worth it. God. The reply to that one is, no, what the fuck is or was wrong with you, man? Just step to the side and shit. Don't come at me with that shit. My drill instructor would have killed me. You're nasty. 
Another guy. The best part was feeling the turds come out and the melting into mush, the friction turning the logs into hot chocolate. And somebody said, wow. Yep. Oh, that's ridiculous. Somebody else said, I've got a million of those stories. And basic, we weren't allowed to talk during chow. And I remember my main homie and I sitting across from each other, choking back laughter and shoveling down whole trays full of broccoli and baked beans and just blowing ass the whole rest of the day and night and getting everybody's smoke pretty much all the time. It got to the point where push-ups didn't hurt no matter how long we were in the front-leaning rest. <laughs> That's awful. Oh. Let's see, we had a guy in our flight who had a stutter. When my T.I. heard it for the first time, he called him Trainee DJ Remix. We had to push a lot because every time he said it, we just started laughing. Oh, man, that's messed up. Let's see. Let's see. All right, oh, Navy guy here. Now then, Navy here. I was at Great Lakes mid-90s, and the funniest memory I have from boot camp was our first week. We'd gotten all of our clothing issue. Our recruit division commander, which basically is the Navy's drill sergeants, was pacing while he instructed us how to fold and stencil our underwear. You had to stencil your underwear? That was in the mid-90s. Okay. Now, they make it super complicated and petty, so you will learn how to work under stress. I know that now. 18 years old me didn't. Our RDC was 411 of the meanest son of a bitch I have ever encountered. We were all sitting in front of our bunks while he told us how promiscuous our mothers are, and that's why she didn't have time to teach us the proper way of folding underwear. I was trying my best not to laugh. He would grab someone's stack of underwear and just slam it into the floor. He would then do a kind of pagan river dance on top of them. I remember squeezing my mouth so tight it hurt. It was the hardest laugh I have ever held in. Some of my shipmates burst into tears because the RDC told them. That they will never be able to get laid or have a good career. All because their name was stenciled off-center. <laughs> I understand what he was teaching us, but he was screaming at the top of his lungs as if he walked in with one of us and his wife. When he approached my bunkmate, I closed my eyes and prayed. My bunkmate was like the nicest guy in the world. He is from the Philippines and had been speaking English for two years. This was not going to turn out well. I kept my military bearing and looked straight ahead. Suddenly, he got into my bunkmate's face and called him things like a worthless scumbag and a commie piece of shit. It was the thought of a grown man being so offended because your undies wasn't showing a skinny, fat, fat skinny on the folds that was making my nose bleed while holding my laughs in. Here's where I failed. He threatened to punch my bunkmate in, and I quote, his cock oven. I'm still not sure what that is, but I let a few pangs of laugh shoot out of my nose. It sounded more like a sob as I thought about how I was going to explain my discharge to my mother. He glared at me. He yelled at me to stop pointing my big-ass teeth at him, which, until he said that, I never had an issue with them. My bunkmate looked at me with eyes that said, Thank you for taking this ass-beating for me. He was half an inch to my face. I could taste the sad cold roast beef gyro he ate alone at lunch. <laughs> He made a mad grab at my underwear stack I was holding. I paused. I did a good job folding. I watched his eyes go up and down while he looked for the slightest mistake. He looked confused and darted his eyes back to, back at me. This is where I messed up. By smiling at my RDC and expecting praise. 
The Xena-like war cry made my heart sink to my groin. I couldn't hold it. He turned and ran towards the window and threw my underwear bundle with all of his might. But the window was closed. He immediately attacked the small lock with punches and kicks. Two other RDC had to hold him back while one of the recruits got that window open. He broke free and tackled the underwear bundle. Everyone watched while he backed up to a running start and took off. My underwear fluttered out to the wind rather beautifully, but one of them said no. It sailed back inside supernaturally, and my RDC went to kick it. Well, he is short, so when the underwear wrapped around his foot, he started stomping his legs. As if he had a lit match between his toes, I was laughing so hard that I didn't notice he was stomping me. But the entire time, my underwear was still wrapped around his foot. I didn't pee on myself, but my underwear had a couple of damp spots. Know what this cost me? For every one push-up, anyone in the Navy did, I did ten. I didn't get a blanket party, but my fellowship mate spoke openly on the best way to hide my corpse. <laughs> Even when I graduated, I didn't get my officer in a gentleman moment, not being carried away by Richard Gere. But when the hard drill sergeant tells you how much he was rooting for you the whole time. Nope, my RDC told me before I shipped out for school was that he would find out what base I got a, get assignment to in a few years, and he will just watch me, just watch me. And once I'm at my happiest, he will come slip my throat, so at least I have someone to keep on me. Oh my god. Alright, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I had to step back for a minute, because that was just too funny. So anyway, that's will go on to the next story. Marine Boot Camp. We had a guy that somehow got his watch through NDOC. They take all your crap when you first get there, in case you don't know that. Well, the DIs found out he had it when they saw him wearing it one day, so they put him in the squad bay trash can and put the lid on it. Every time they walked by and kicked it, he had to pop out with his watch and yell, Sir, the time on deck is 0945, and then go back into his can like the freaking grouch from Sesame Street. Wow, that's, that's horrible. Like, it makes you wonder, do these guys just sit there and come up with shit? You know, like, do all the drills meet together, and they're like, man, watch this. Let's do this, this this time. Let's go this cycle with this stuff. Oh, boy. This one's a deployment story. During my first deployment to Iraq as a 50-cal gunner, I had a salty sergeant for a team leader. Dude had been at the tip of the spear for the Iraq invasion, been to Baghdad in 2005, and now he was back for his third time in 2007. Not only was he intimidating, but he knew how to discipline your ass if you stepped out of line. I was a stupid young PFC with about a year in the Army. I knew what was right and what was wrong, and thankfully was able to get on his good side. Our driver, though? Nuh-uh. He was a short, retarded specialist with a crustache who recently did four years in Korea. This dude was so off, he even re-enlisted for it when his first stint was over. Dude was just fucking weird and gross. Always had an excuse for everything. Nothing was ever his fault. He loved trying to pass the blame down on my way, mostly because he outranked me. Our sergeant normally knew what was up and corrected him accordingly. Well, during a convoy security mission one day in southern Iraq, just outside of Doanya, he hit a pothole, like a big one, probably 20 long by 20 wide. Wide. Blech. Our sergeant flips the fuck out, asking what the hell he was doing. The driver tries blaming it on him, on me. I'm reading this person, sorry about that. Saying, I never let him know it was there since I was the gunner. I had to make everything aware to him because I was the eyes and ears. 
The sergeant chews him the fuck out, saying it was the driver's damn fault he didn't avoid the pothole, since I was up top scanning for threats. We were the weed vehicle, so it's not like this pothole was obscured by anything, especially since it was in broad daylight. The driver then starts saying, I don't know, sergeant, I couldn't see it because I'm short. He wasn't that fucking short. The guy was maybe 5'7", give or take an inch. He wasn't paying attention, and that's what the sergeant wanted to hear because it was the truth. Well, this irritates the fuck out of our sergeant and calls for the entire convoy, something like 20 semis, 6 Humvees, and 2 M1117 ASVs to halt. He then tells me to pass down an empty 50 cal can. I do so with a quickness. The sergeant then passes the can to the driver and makes him use it as a booster seat. The driver protests and my sergeant gives him a direct order to do so. The driver backs down and does it. At every gate to every base we approached, my sergeant made the driver open the door and show every guard what he was sitting on. Then He, he was then forced to sing, I'm a little teapot, me oh my, I sit on a high chair so we don't blow up and die. Most of the guards just laughed their ass off. A few radioed for other guards to come see it. He was the laughing stock of our battalion for months. Oh, jeez. A recruit in the USMC boot camp thought he was special because he was an Eagle Scout. The drill instructor picked up on this and during PT took him into the woods and made him build a nest. Then he had to squat over it in order to keep his eggs warm. <laughs> uh, I was once greeted by the watch on the quarter deck with, Welcome aboard, I will not masturbate in uniform. <laughs> What the hell? Oh. All right. When we were heading to Iraq, we had to pass through Kuwait. Kuwait being the transient hub for soldiers heading to and leaving Iraq, it is very chaotic. As a result of jet lag and the chaotic nature of Kuwait, my buddy had brought his weapon to the shower, but forgot to grab it on his way back to the tent. Oh, it's not going to be good. Shortly after he left, a sergeant came bursting through the door to see him sitting on his cot messing around with his new video camera he had just purchased to bring on a deployment. <laughs> His punishment was to get up, take his weapon and camera, and go sit in the community shower area and make sure no one else leaves their weapon in the shower for the night. So what do you see when you went to take off your clothes to get in the shower? It was a fully dressed guy with a video camera just sitting there looking at you. <laughs> uh, there was a time when we made a private sweep all the sunshine off the sidewalks. It took the poor guy all day. Jesus. You guys are awful. I love it. One of the first days in basic, a guy in my platoon was standing at attention while having his room inspected by the instructor. It didn't matter how nice his room was because there was a large piece of fuzz or fluff on his shirt that immediately drew the sergeant's attention. Imagine a female French-Canadian sergeant with Zizaxine. Recruit bloggins, what is that on your shirt? Is that a fluffy? Yes, sergeant. Why is there a fluffy on your fucking shirt, bloggins? I must have missed it, sergeant. Missed it? It's so huge. How did you miss such a big fluffy? She picks it off of him. Hold out your hand. He holds out his hand. She places it in his palm. This is Mr. Fluffy. Find a home for him, like a pill bottle or something from now on. Whenever I want to see Mr. Fluffy, you must bring him to me. And so for the rest of basic, every time the sergeant found a piece of fuzz, she would yell out, Mr. Fluffy! And Bloggins would have to march over to her and present Mr. Fluffy, and she would formally hand him the new piece of fuzz to add Mr. Fluffy. There was hell to pay if he didn't have Mr. Fluffy with him at all times. Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Week one in Army basic training, we had a soldier ask for an omelet in chow line, which was not allowed because there was absolutely no time to make custom omelets for every single basic training soldier. The cook started making the omelet when a drill sergeant asked what the hell was going on. 
The basic training soldier replied, Go around, drill sergeant. I'm waiting on an omelet. Jesus. Needless to say, this was the wrong thing to say and do, week one in basic training. Our platoon motto was henceforth, Go around, drill sergeant. I'm waiting on an omelet. And the basic training soldier was henceforth named Private Omelet. God bless. Oh, man. Alright. We'll do a couple more and then that's it, ladies and gentlemen. In the Marine Corps, when we really fucked up, we would go fishing. It is where you squat down like you're sitting in a chair and hold a shovel out in front of you in the air like a fishing pole. Then you just sit there for a long time, and if the shovel would start to droop down, my sergeant would grab the tip of the shovel and start to shake it and make me pretend I was reeling in the big one. One time, me and a buddy got in trouble together, so they made him fish and me flop around on the deck like a fish. He had already caught almost, caught for almost an hour. Jeez Louise, that's hilarious. I saw a guy be forced to slow dance with a mop for one hour straight. Wow, that's awful. We had a waiver soldier that couldn't be smoked via PT and couldn't stand for extended periods during work. Dude was a huge fuckstick, always mouthing off and being lazy. We had him sit in a camping chair and fill sandbags with a tablespoon. That is the right answer. That is genius to whoever did that. We were deployed in Iraq and a guy was pissing in water bottles instead of walking to the bathroom at night. This is a common thing, but this guy wasn't getting rid of the bottles. He'd keep them underneath his cot for some reason. When the first sergeant found this out, he made the guy report to the commander while holding all his piss bottles in a box in front of him. They tore into this guy as he was holding a box of his own urine. Uh. Guy in basic dropped the biggest turd you've ever seen in the commode, so he shows the drill sergeant, who then make him suit up in full combat gear, weapon and all, and guard it all night. The whole halt, who goes there? Pretty amusing. Why? Uh, the comment, why? Why did he show the drill? The reply, we had a drill sergeant that requested to see turds of every proportions. Oh. Somebody then said, too much time on the trail will do that to you. <laughs> Alright, this may be the last one. I've seen a guy on a full body waiver for exercises. The instructor gave him 1,000 smiley frownies. Smiley, then frown, is one. The hardest, easiest exercise ever. That's just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, let's see if we can find one more for everyone. Let's see, a private put his camo on looking like Gene Simmons. He had it on for an hour before the drill sergeant put him aside down in the tree shouting, I'm a chameleon, no one can see me. <laughs> good. Oh, okay, here we go. Navy basic training. All of us are doing push-ups. When the instructor says down, everyone counts. When the instructor says up, one guy in particular, the screw-up is told to shout, would you like fries with that? The instructor told him to get used to it because that's what he's going to be saying for the rest of his life. So, okay, instructor's down, us up, or one, instructor up. Okay, let me start over here. Instructor says down, us say one. Instructor says, up, the guy, would you like fries with that? Oh, man. That's just sad. Oh, man. I wrote a bad check while stationed in Korea, $2.06 over the limit. My punishment? To cut the parade field grass with scissors by morning. Uh, all right. I was in a gender-mixed company in basic. The third floor of the barracks was split with females, on one half and males on the other. Males were not allowed in the female half and vice versa. My platoon was out back practicing throwing grenade bodies in a window on the female side of the third floor open and a male snuck out of the window onto the ledge. 
It was immediately obvious to everyone, including our drill sergeant, that he had been in there messing around with a female, and the drill sergeant must have come down the hall, forcing him to go out on the ledge so he wouldn't get caught. Our drill sergeant looked at the guy for a minute and then yelled really sarcastically, Don't do it, Private. You have lots to live for. Then they put him on suicide watch and made him hand over his belts and tie and shoelaces and everything that he could hang himself with and made him drag his newly bare mattress out into the hallway next to the fire guard desk and sleep out there every night until we graduated four weeks later. And they made his battle buddy sleep on the floor next to him for the first week. Oh, man. Like, how do you have time? How do you have energy for that? Like, seriously, man. Officers can't punish soldiers with any punishment that doesn't follow guidelines. That said, they can be ordered to do some stupid things. My friend got ordered to move a box weighing about 50 pounds from the barracks to the shower every two minutes for two hours. The officer's reason for it was because he didn't know where to put it and was trying to decide if it should be at the barracks or the shower. In the end, he ended up telling him to load it up in the truck. That's actually a pretty genius way. Another oldie but goodie is making a private hug a tree. It all depends on how you take it. Some privates thought it was funny to have to hug a tree, but for some reason, some of them thought it was really embarrassing. I wonder why. When someone got caught going the wrong way or cutting the channel line in OSUT, basic for infantry, the drill sergeants would make them wonder about the DFAC at random, repeating, beep, beep, wrong way. It was totally quiet otherwise, and they seemed like broken robots. Edit. OSA. OSIT is not just for infantry, sorry. It's when you do basic in your AIT at the same place. Place, in case you guys didn't know that. You know, one station, unit training, all that, blah, blah, blah. All right. This will be the last one because I don't want these to be too long. You guys will get bored and have shiny object syndrome. I once spent 12 hours cleaning screens on windows. That doesn't sound bad, does it? Try this. Find a small wire about the same gauge as the holes in your window screen. Gently push the wire through the hole on the screen to make sure that the hole is empty. Repeat for three minutes, then look away from the screen. Anything weird with your eyes? Try it for hours. Had a guy in a warehouse drop a pallet load of assorted nuts and bolts off a forklift. Boxes broke open, a 100,000 little nuts and bolts everywhere in various sizes. He had to sweep them into a pile, repair the boxes, fit each nut to a screw to make sure the size the pile was then inspected. Then he had to remove each nut from the screw and place the screw in the proper box, then place the nut in the proper box. Probably 25 or 50 per box. I don't remember. Doesn't sound too bad, right? Took three 12-hour days. He wasn't allowed to sit down. He had to bend over at the waist, pick up a tiny nut and screw, straighten up, screw them together, then bend over for another. More than 100,000 times. Think about it. Yeah, that would suck. Guarantee you he never broke another fucking box the rest of his life. Man, alright. Well, as always, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you guys like this kind of stuff or you prefer it, let me know. You know, hit me up a message on my GI Bro Instagram or Twitter or my uh, Facebook. Let me know what you guys want to hear because I'm just doing this to make sure you guys have a laugh and make sure you guys have somebody, you know, to listen to that knows the kind of horrible shit you've been through and the horrible funny shit you've been through that includes all the guys that get taped up to something naked on their birthday when you're deployed shout out to you guys but thank you you guys you know be careful don't beat your dog don't kick your wife don't drown your fish yes i said it that way on purpose all right peace everyone and thank you for joining us for another episode of gi bro 
it is time to fall out, go home, do what you need to do, carry on with your day. We'll see you next time and have a great one.